Blog Talk Radio. Disney. 
out of Orlando, Florida, that is on with me tonight. Um, I'm supposed to have, and I'm waiting for them to, to chime in, uh, Elder George Bazaar and uh, Pastor Rob will be on with me. I assume they're going to be on with me on tonight. Um, we're going to do some things a little differently, you know, um, being the head of chaos and and uh, <clears throat> trying to uh, go to another level, which, you know, we're definitely going to do. But there's some things I want to discuss. And uh, when I discuss it, after I get done discussing what I'm going to discuss, I'm going to be pretty much done um, with what I have going on uh, in my life. But first and foremost, I'm going to open up with prayer, and I'm going to uh, give an update about my brother, uh, my mother, and um, just that current situation. And I'm going to give a address of what's going on with myself. So I'm opening us up with prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just want to thank you right now, Father God. Thank all those that are listening, all those that are listening on the Internet, all those that are called in. Um, I just want to ask that you just continue to bless us, Father God. Strengthen each and every one of us up tonight, Father God. Father God, if there's anything in us that's not like you, we ask that you just cleanse our heart right now, Father God. Father God, I just ask that you just be in control on tonight, Father God. Father God, we ask that you just also bless <clears throat> Again, all the listeners, everyone that's on my panel for tonight, and I'm just asking you to continue to bless us and be with us. I ask these things in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I got some new toys on here, some new tricks. Uh, one of the things that I have is uh, I'm going to have to take a quick break, and then I'm going to come back, and we're going to really get started. So for the next for the next few minutes, I'm just going to uh, – I have to mute this for a second to make sure I got all my people on the radio. And if I have them on, I'm going to come right back and get started with what I got to say because I got an important, a very important announcement to make. And I'm going to come right back and I'm going to do that. And while I'm doing that, I just ask you to bear with me for one minute and I'll be right back. So just listen to this until I come back. The name of this song is just simply Total Praise.
being with us on tonight. And I just want to thank, uh, again, my sponsors, Bruce from Pepsi, out of um, North Carolina. He's been with me since we started 2009 and very committed to what we're doing. And um, <clears throat> he's on listening tonight. And also my sponsor from uh, Disney, uh, Terry, is on tonight and listening and uh, supporting what we're getting ready to do. They know all about the plans, speaking engagements. and uh, But tonight is really not about that. Tonight is about um, what I'm getting ready to do for the near future. I have uh, Elder Bazaar that will be on in a second. I have Pastor Rob that's on. Um, and I believe I have my, my bishop listening in on tonight. And um, <clears throat> we had a conversation. And I'm going to have to just get right to it and not beat around the bush. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be taking a break. I'm going to be stepping down. Um, I got a lot of issues going on in my home. I got a lot of physical issues uh, going on within my body and uh, with my brother uh, <clears throat> who OD'd um, on last Tuesday. And um, he's uh, in the hospital. Um, he is getting better. Praise the Lord. And um, he showed a lot of progress today, so we're just going to be thankful. Um, we're also going to keep my mom in prayer because of her health. And I'll keep me in prayer for my health. And I'm going to get right to it. You know, I, I'm very transparent when I preach. And I don't want to feel like a hypocrite. And this is very hard for me to do because um, this is something I said I wouldn't do because of everything that's going on in my life. I've, I've, I've got to sit myself down. Um uh, and the reason I'm going to sit myself down, I'm not going to go into every little detail, but I've done some things I shouldn't have done. And um, one of the things that I did, and um, again, I discussed this with my, my bishop, Bishop uh, Omar Zachary, and uh, we talked about it, prayed about it, and uh, come up with a decision that just take take a break, step away. Um, I'm in agreement with it, but it's just very hard to do. Um, so you won't hear me on Monday nights. And uh, as far as the rest of the broadcast that we got going on, um, they will go on as scheduled. But I'm, I'm going to take a break from preaching um, until I can get myself together and my home life together. Because how can I preach if my home life is not together? And I've, I've preached about this. I discussed what was going on at home, but I really didn't go into details about what I did. And I'm not going to go into great details, but I've, I've done some things I shouldn't have done. And um, so by me doing some of those things, I'm going to have to sit down for a minute. Um, I kind of, well, I didn't kind of do it. I did it. And the, the sad part about what I did is I thought what I was doing, I didn't see no wrong in it. And that's kind of scary. And um, so it took me a minute to get to this point where I am right now. And the right thing to do is to take a break, to get my home life together, and give an apology, you know, to my wife. I don't know if she's listening or not. I pray that she is, but if she's not, I'm not doing this for her. I'm not doing this to 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 sugarcoat anything or anything like that. I have to do this for me. And and again, with the people that I've been talking to, 
and um, people that's been praying with me, um, you know, agree that, you know, the best thing to do is get some time away. And what I was doing, you know, and I've been doing this for a long time, is, you know, uh, inboxing females and, and, and having inappropriate conversations. Um, it didn't happen once. It didn't happen twice. It wasn't just one person or two people. It was a multitude of people. And I didn't think at the time that I was doing it that I was doing and when I say that this is what where you get caught up in and you know, um, not making no excuses for me, I was wrong. There's no way I can put it. But when you're ministering and you're out there and you're doing what you're doing, um, sometimes you get caught up in your own gospel and what you don't think is hurting other people is hurting other people. And um <clears throat> it took a long time for me to come to grips with what I was doing. And it's not just that. There's other issues that's in my family that's going on, but this is the, one of the biggest issues that, that that's, a, um, you know, that you got to put, you got to just work on it. And um, that's what I did. So not only did I do that, I kind of violated my wife's trust. And, um, you know, so I have to pay the price for that. And, you know, I didn't have to come on here and have to say anything. But for the last six months, I've been seeing two two doctors um, helping me. And, you know, we traced this back from a long time ago. This is something that, you know, between me and my doctors and uh, something that I thought when I said I thought I was right, I thought I was right. And I'm not going to go into too much more details about that, but that's what it does. And um, so, yeah, I, I, I kind of, you know, the word cheat comes up. I don't like it, but if that's what it's called, that's what it's called. Um, I don't want to shirt. I don't want because when you say it, it sounds like you was having sex. That was not what I was doing. Never had no intent on doing that. But, you know, I guess it's a form of cheating. And um, so with that, you know, I have to I have to pay the price. And I have to be honest with the people that support me and the people that's praying for me. I have to be honest with them. And I don't want it to hear no other way. And I'm going to talk about it now, and then I'm not going to talk about it no more. It's a private issue between me and my wife. And pray for our family, because you've heard me preach that, you know, my, my home is not my sanctuary. It's supposed to be. But there's a lot of stuff going on. And before I can even get there, I got to make sure I'm taken care of first. So there are issues, but the main issue is me. And um, that's what I come on here to do. And for the people from Pepsi, um, thank you. From the people from uh, the Disney, thank you. Um, they're my two biggest supporters. And again, um, I have the the backing of my bishop who has uh been here been there for me um from day one and again i was not in the very beginning but for the last six months i've 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 haven't been doing that and i've been trying to figure out what was going on and the scary part about it and i was telling pastor rob and i'm going to bring him on in a minute 
And um, <clears throat> that was the scary part because had I not been exposed, been caught, and been challenged, you know, I was probably getting in deeper and deeper and deeper and it probably would have been 10 times worse than what it was. So um took me a minute. And um, like I said, this is very hard for me. But then again, I've hurt people. And, you know, it is what it is. It's a private matter. I'm not making it public. But when people ask why I'm not on the air, um, it's not because I quit God. It's not that I blame God. This is all on Derek. And I take full responsibility for everything. And um, I don't want to keep talking. I want to bring on, um, he has some very good things to say and some very encouraging things to say. And I just want to bring on my, my, my good friend. Uh, we had him down here for a revival um, back in February. And uh, last February, I might say, and he's always been a supporter of me and whatever I do. And he's been a great friend and um Whenever I get in trouble, I need encouraging or anything. I can always call him, and just like a brother, he always has the right things to say. So I'm gonna let him say a few words um, before I move on. Pastor Rob, you there? Yes, sir. Hey. Hey, Derek. How you doing, brother? Hey, I'm hanging in there, dog. I'm hanging in there. <laughs> well, first of all, I say, man, I love you. <clears throat> I admire your character. I respect you deeply. I love the work that you did uh, and you're doing. And I want to say that it takes a lot of guts to do what you're doing. And I'd say we need more men like that in the world today to step up, take responsibility, uh, stand for God, which you've always done, and uh, and get through this. And I would say, too, to anybody listening that uh, remember that Jesus and the book of John says, he who is without sin throws the first stone. And uh, I don't, that means nobody can throw any stones at you, brother. Uh, of course, the devil always comes at us, and he never comes at us uh, ugly. He comes at us with something he knows would be a weakness or a temptation. And, and with men, on a constant, uh, we're constantly bombarded by the flesh. Uh, and I think of Romans 7, you know, Paul says the things I want to do, I don't do. The things I don't want to do, I do. Uh, who's going to save me from this wretched body of mine? You know, the, the flesh is weak. And and like we talked last night, brother, I, I just want to say, being in the, I'm in several pastors groups up here. We're on the, the board for the Church of Christ, making uh, law and, and uh, protecting the churches from the onslaught that we're having today that's, as many older pastors have said, uh, we're in unprecedented times, and the devil has ramped up his game. And the people he's after are men, women of God that are trying to step out on the front lines. If you're on the front lines, you're the first one that's going to take the shot. And uh, anybody else, if they're not, if they're sitting around going, well, I'm comfortable. I'm, t- I'm not tempted. I-, I have no issues. That's probably because they're not doing anything. So the devil doesn't have to take them down. But a man like you that's stepping global across the country on radio, uh, everywhere you go, you speak the word. And sometimes things happen. And But we need to remember that even though you may be stepping down, and, and, I, and I respect that, uh, um, there's always a restorative process and there's never an unforgivable sin. So 
out of respect for Kisa, and I know you guys need to um, mend ways and talk, and that's between the two of you, and we'll be praying for that. But the one thing that I, that I, that I, that I see mostly today, or, um, and sadly today, when somebody asked me, you know, the, the attack against the church is coming, and I'm going to say, I would say this, I don't think the attack against the church has to come. Because what we start to see today uh, is that pastors are lasting about five years in the pulpit. Student pastors are staying about two or three years in the, in the, in the student ministry on average. And that's pretty sad. And, and I was reading, as we talked last night, Exodus 17, when the war came, <clears throat> Moses said, I'll go up on the hill as their spiritual leader, as the type of Christ that he was from the Old Testament. Um, he stood on the mountain and he raised his hands. And as long as his hands were in the air, uh, the Israelites could fight off the Amalekites. But what happens, and this happens to men of God today, is that eventually we get tired. We get beat up. People don't understand what pastors, the pressures, the temptations, the things that happen to pastors. Um, they, I think it happens more frequently. It happens often because if they can strike the head, if they can strike the leader, then all the followers are left without a leader. They go astray. The sheep, the sheep go wandering, and then they're vulnerable if he can get the head. And that's what the devil comes after. So Moses is up there. He's got his arms in the air, and they're winning. But then he starts getting tired. But he had two people. He had Aaron and uh, her to come up and raise his arms when he got tired, lifted his arms so that they could uh, keep them up and continue to win the battle. But then they got tired, and they had to put his arms on a stone. Well, that stone would be representative of Jesus Christ, and we have to cling to Christ. But what I'm finding today is, you know, we can cling to Christ, leaders, godly men, godly women leading. Uh, We can cling to Christ, but sometimes it's difficult when we realize there's no Aaron or there's no her to come and help us lift our arms. Today, pastors are swinging in the wind. They're, They're out there. They're vulnerable. And it just seems to me that back in the day, pastors were respected. They were loved. They were cared for. They were prayed for. They were embraced. They were lifted up when they fell, when they got tired, there were people there to lift their arms up. But today, that's not the case. It seems to me today the pastor is the biggest target in the church. And people want to blame pastors for all the wrongs in their life. People want to take shots, and they want to sharpshoot their messages, and they want to... uh, I mean, I even got criticized one day for having a wrinkly shirt on. And that was because I don't know anything about clothes and didn't know linen wrinkled when I wore it. So... um, I mean, they're they're worried about stuff like that. You know what I'm worried about? Seeking and saving lost people as my Lord commanded me to do. And we lose focus of that. We see the Asbury College having a huge revival, and everybody that I see online just wants to shoot darts at that revival. And I say, let the Holy Spirit roll the way it wants to roll. Let it go. I don't see the blind man in John chapter 9 going, don't put spit and mud on my eyes. Jesus says, I'm going to spit in your eye. I'm going to put mud on your eye. I'm going to tell you to get back in the game, and I'm going to give you your eyesight back. But Naaman did the same thing. I'm not going to go dip in the Jordan seven times. Give me another river. And until we obey God, we're not healed. And that's, that's just what we, everybody's sharpshooting the preachers. Preachers are vulnerable. They dictate 
how they want God to react to their prayers, dictate how they want the Holy Spirit to move. And I say, let's cut it free. We don't do that. And the person that takes the brunt of most of the complaints and the issues, and if the if the uh, there's not enough people in the church, there's not enough money in the offering, it's too hot in here, it's too cold in here, the music's too loud, and the pastor gets hit with all that. And then he has to go home and be a man to his family and, and praying that that relationship is good. He has the same problems everybody else does in the church. And my question today is to the church, where are you, and why aren't you lifting your pastor's arms up and praying for him? When he falls, are you there to pick him up or are you going to criticize him? And so, brother, I'm with you. I'm sorry that all this happened to you. In my opinion, I would say let's pray, pray hard, do what you've done. You've impacted thousands of people with your message. So I want to be one of the guys, brother, if I can, to lift up one of your arms and say let's get back in this fight as soon as you can. Uh, And we need that. We need every church elder, every church deacon, uh, anybody, uh, bishops, other churches, other pastors, we've got to lift each other up. Otherwise, we become casualties of ministry, and God doesn't want that. And so that, that's all I have, man. I just uh, pray for you. I love you. And I, and I think the one thing that I see today is just what I, I think Exodus 17 speaks very loudly when we see pastors on the mountain holding our arms up, praying for our flocks, praying for our churches. And as long as we're helping, as long as we're leading, they're doing fantastic. But when we start getting weak, who is there to pray for us? And so I just pray that people won't be critical of you, that people will look at you and say, this is a man of God, and we need more men of God. We're going to get behind him, we're going to pray for him, and we're going to restore him. And that's my prayer for you, brother. And I pray for Andre and your mother as well, and Keith as well, and your family. And I just want to say, no matter what happens, I've got your back, and I'm with you all the way through this, man. So we love you. My family's praying for you, and, and I think you're an outstanding individual with guts. And we need more men with guts. That's all I can say. Rob, I, I really do appreciate you. And again, you know, I listen to you all the time, and um, you know, it's good to have people like you and my own bishop, you know, in my ear, and um, not trying to sugarcoat anything. But, you know, attacking me with the word of God. And uh, it is hard. And um, I never thought I would do this. I even preached and said across the pulpit I would never step down. Mm-hmm. And um, no matter what I did. And, um, again, I also have, and, and, you know, I thought I was taking it hard. My, my son is taking it hard because uh, he thought I was joking. And, um, you know, I told him that I have to be responsible as a man, and I'm still a father, mm-hmm. and I'm still half father, uh, so if I mess up, if I sugarcoat it and, and don't be truthful about what I did, and I'm not springing every little sin I've done or everything I've done, mm-hmm. over, I'm not doing that, but the most important thing is what I did was I hurt my wife, and um, she has to deal with that. And, and, and um, you know, she needs her time and her space. But also, in all what we're doing, I have to be a man of God. I'm not doing this for her. You know, I, my first call is to the Lord. And, and I let him down. So with that being said, you know, I have to get myself together to be 
and I'm going to be. I'm, I don't feel like it right now. I feel like, you know, I got the world against me. Everywhere I turn, I got issues and issues and issues. But I'm learning right now who are my true brothers, who are going to lift my hands up. And and I, I'm, not, I'm not going to talk about it no more after I hang up. Now, if I need Pastor Rob or my bishop to talk to, that's what they're in place for. But it's a lot of anxiety, a lot of health issues I have, and I can't focus on every five minutes talking about my situation. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take some time off, make sure my mother is okay, make sure my two boys are okay, and try to restore what we got going on back in my home. And and I just ask you to pray for the house and pray for all the kids that's in the house. Um, uh, just pray for them that they may see what a real man is because I really didn't want to do this. I really didn't. Mm-hmm. And, and with prayer and prayer and prayer, um, this is the right thing for me to do. It's the right call. And um, again, I'm not perfect, but I'm also not going to be a hypocrite. And right. if no one never goes through nothing, how can you preach to anybody? So that's what I did, among some other things. But um, I'm just going to take some time so I can try to work it out, however it works out. Um, I believe that God will change, can change his mind. He can change hearts because that's what he does. That's what I'm experienced to see, and that's what I believe. But also at the same time, if I'm holding myself accountable for my sins as I move forward, you know, I'm not going to be in sinful situations. And and I just I just praise the Lord and thank God for everybody. And I said I'm not going to be on here long. Um, I have I have a lot of um, a lot of things I need to work on. Um, it's not just preaching, but I will be back. I don't know how long this is going to be, and I don't know what's going to happen. You know, um, I don't know what's going to happen, but I just know that if I do everything that the Word of God tells me to do, um, I'm going to be fine, and God is going to get me through this, and the Lord is going to get me through this, and His will will be done. That's one thing that that we can't change. His will will be done. Um, so, so with that being said, I really ain't got nothing else to say. Um, I'm going to definitely. Uh, uh, lean on to my leaders, my support group, my pastor, um, Minister Tobert, um, and, 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 and Pastor Rob. It's a short circle, but those were the pe- people that would be praying for me and that I will talk to on private levels, on private matters, and, and keep it at that. Um, it's not for everybody else to know. And, again, I do have my baby boy on. Um Listening, I do have the support from my sponsor, Pepsi. Um, we were just getting ready to do some revivals, but we're going to put everything on hold. And what we're going to do, we're going to just continue to um, continue with everyone else that has a program on my show on, on Chaos. They'll continue on with their programs. I'm just going to take a break, and I'll be back whenever the Lord tells me to come back. And I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank everyone for, for, for their support and their prayers. And, um, again, I, I think I, I belong to one of the great, so great church. Um, 
and and they allowed me to grow and they allowed me to serve and because they've been so good to me I only have to be fair to them and 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 do it the way that the bible says do it and 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 since I made I I made some mistakes you know it's only right that that I I you know take a take a step back and and get restored and 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 serve and cheer from the sideline. It don't mean I'm not going to be in church. It don't mean I'm not going to be supportive of, of my other brothers and, and and sisters that's on the, on the front line. I'm gonna be right there with them. Um, I don't always have to preach and have the mic. But, but since my church has given me that that power and given me that opportunity, I just have to be right in their eyesights as well, because I don't want people coming back to the church saying that. Uh, 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 anything negative that we do everything by the word of God, whether they agree with it or don't agree with it. Some people are going to agree with it. Some people ain't. Really doesn't matter. As long as the bishop and I are on the same page, we're good. And if I wasn't on the same page with the bishop, it's a decision that had to be made, and it was made. So we're good. So um, there's no animosity. There's no hardship. There's no anger. There's no this, that, or the other. We're all in unison. We're all in one accord, and that's just the way I like it. And I will be better for this. So continue to pray for me, my body, and my strength. Um, it's been a crazy two weeks, and um, you know I'm I'm good to go. My son said, "Well, why didn't I do this earlier?" Well, I wasn't ready to do this earlier. You know, um, I just wasn't ready, uh, and it took me a long time to come to this, to come to this. So. That's where we're at. Rob, I want to thank you again. And if you don't mind, I know you got to go. I got to go. I just ask that you just do me a favor and just pray us out of here. For those that are listening, we'll be back on, um, we'll be back uh, uh, Sunday morning for, for church. Um, for church. Um, I'm in Ohio, so I probably will not be there. I think I'm going to, um, I won't be there. So it's not because I'm ashamed or anything. I'm just out of town taking care of my brother and my mother. So uh, probably the week after that, I'll be back in in Atlanta. And um, that's it. And I'm going to ask my man, Rob, thank you for for being on and for all those that called in and and listened. And um, and, uh, that's going to show support. I know there's going to be some people out there that is doubting and want to add more to it. Well, that's what you do. But um, I'm not going to run from the devil. And, and try to hide under sin. Sin is sin. And as long as we repent from our sins, you know, he, he's going to forgive us. And, and he's already forgiven me. I just got to take a step back and allow him to restore me. So I'm going to ask uh, Pastor Rob to pray us out of here. And again, thank everybody for listening. All right. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for men like Rick that stand up. Derek's just a, a, a man a man of God, just trying to work his way, listening sensitive to the Spirit. And we thank you for his obedience and his courage and his character, Lord. He's just a true example. Uh, Lord, you know, Superman needed a fortress of solitude. Jesus, the God of the universe, had to get away once in a while, take a break, recharge his batteries and pray. And the Bible says, Lord, a bruised weed you won't break, and a smoking flax you will not burn out. We're always in your hand. You're always protecting us. You're always watching over us. When we fall, we fall into grace. When we fall, there's a restorative process. Positionally, we're always 
we're always safe in Christ. Positionally, we're always secure. We may make mistakes, Lord. We may grieve the Spirit, but there's a restorative process through the Holy Spirit. Just like David, when he sinned, he took a shower, he changed his clothes, and he repented, and he started over. And, and he was a man after God's own heart. So I just pray, Lord, for Derek and Keith. I pray that you restore that relationship, restore that trust. What a great trophy of grace this relationship can be before the whole angelic conflict that we made it because we stuck together in the name of Christ. We're stronger because of this, and we are one in Christ as a, as a husband and as a wife. And I pray you restore that. Help her, help her have her time. She needs to get away and pray. But, Lord, we ultimately know that the restorative process is always your will to remain united. So I pray for them. Pray for Rick. Pray for Andre. Pray for Derek. Lord, I just pray, just lifting them up right now um, that, that the whole world will see this and, and just lay back and wait to see what God's going to do. And we know when the God gets involved, it gets, it's amazing. It's amazing. Like, like Derek said, until we've been through something, and sometimes it's hard to preach. It's hard to identify with people that are struggling. And now we can. And we can, and we're going to use this for the glory of God. And as brothers in Christ, we're going to have each other's back. We're going to lift each other up. We're going to pray for each other. And we're going to see that he comes back bigger, better, stronger, more knowledgeable than ever. And pray that the Holy Spirit will cover this situation, cover this family. And I pray that for the glory of God, that everything will be just fine. And we will see the hand of God in this situation, that he may be glorified uh, for doing what he's going to do. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank, thanks, uh, uh, Pastor Rob. I really appreciate that. And I'm sorry. I have one more person. I have one thing to have words, and, and I'm sorry. And I'm going to let him have words, and then I'm going to go ahead and get us out of here. And that's Elder Bazaar. He's gone. I thought I was going to meet I want to tell you something, Derek. God been good to you and he Bizarre, I can't hear you. Mm-mm. I lost yeah. him. No, we lost him. We've lost him. Um I'm trying to see if give him another minute if he calls back in. If not, I'm gonna go ahead and dismiss us out of here. Um I don't see him, but anyway, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think I do. Hold on. Don't go. Don't go, <laughs> please don't go. Don't you go. Guys, you work don't, that go. don't go. That's me talking. Okay. I got you. I'm on. I'm on. We got man, you. I don't want to miss this, man. I want to I want to let you know, man. This is work of Satan. Satan is against you, but the God is for you. I know you ever since you were 12 years old. I was your I was your leader in the church. I was your youth leader. God called you he saved you. He called you to preach the gospel of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And if I had the time, I could tell you something through my ministry. 
I could write a book on my ministry because God called me to preach the gospel. He called me to preach the gospel from Genesis to, to Revelation. And it was difficult for me to get into churches and preach through the Bible what God has said and what's getting ready to come up on this planet. And you have opened a gateway for me that I have never experienced. And I want to encourage you. You may sit down for a little bit, but there's too much fire in you for you to sit down to a period of time. God is going to rise you up, and he's going to put you in a place where Satan is not going to be able to touch you because you have inspired me. You have inspired a lot of people. You've got a great ministry going on. I've been on since uh, uh, 2012 until 2023, and people have heard me. People have called me to go preach other places through your ministry and through your Internet. So what I'm telling you, all the problems that you have, all the confusion that's going on even in your home and in your uh, 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 around other ministers or whatever, where people are blaming you and accusing you, because that's all in serving Christ. If you don't suffer persecution, you're going to suffer persecution if you live right. You haven't done, you haven't done no more than any other prophet have done in the Bible, any other uh, leader has done in the Bible. David David messed up, but uh, Isaiah said, woe is me. Uh, Jeremiah said, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to quit. I can't talk to these people. I'm tired, but he couldn't sit down for long. He said, there's a fire that's burning in my bones, and I can't Amen. hold my peace. And you're not going to hold your peace. If you sit down uh, uh, three or four weeks or uh, three or four months, you ain't going to be able to hold your peace because God's got a fire in you, man. And and, and, and at the times that I've been with you, I mean, I've seen, you, I've seen preachers turn their back on you just like they turned their back on me because you was preaching the unadulterated word of God and you're still preaching it. And we all have come short of the glory of God. And there's not a man on this planet. There's not a preacher on this planet. There's not a, 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 a anybody on this planet in any church that can stand up and say, well, I've never done nothing wrong since I accepted the Lord Jesus Christ. They're a liar and the truth is not in it. So what I'm telling you, I want you to take some time off to, to regroup yourself in prayer in fasting, and fasting and thinking on what your situation is. But I'm going to tell you something else. My worst problem that I had since I've been preaching from 1965 until 2023, the most problems I had was within my family. Within my family. I had, I had trials and tribulations in my family, but let me tell you something. I kept on trucking. I kept on preaching. I didn't let nothing stop me. And that's what God is calling you to do. You've got to preach the word. Because I'll tell you right now, whoever I'm talking to, whoever listened to me, Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, is on his way back to this earth, and he's going to take the church out of here. And that's why that's why we all that are Christian, born-again believers, walking and talking and living the life. That's what Satan wants you to do. He wants you to quit. He wants you to sit down. He wants you to say, well, you ain't no good. You do, but you, in, in God's eyesight, you're a great man. In God's eyesight, it may not, you might not look great in, in, in the human eye. But in God's eyesight, you are a great man because you're doing what God has called you to do. And you opened up a wonderful gate for me. And I, I, I weep over this 
You opened up a wonderful gate for me that I could preach the gospel just like it's read in the Bible because church folks today don't want to hear the whole word of God. They want to hear half of it. So what I'm telling you right now, whatever you got to go, God is going to bring you out of it. And you're going to come back more powerful and more aware of what Satan is trying to do to you. He's trying to get you out the way because you don't play around. You tell it just like it is. That's what I love about it. And I know I work with you in Niles. I work with you in Agape Assembly. Your dad was the one that told me, he said, Bizarre. He said, man, don't you ever stop preaching the whole Bible. And I go from Jude. I go to Revelation. I go to Isaiah. I go to what God has called me to do. So I'm telling you the same thing. I'm telling you the same thing. If I could sit down with you another time or get on the phone another time, I could tell you some things, man, that I went through and God brought me out. Now I'm able to preach the gospel just like it's written in the Bible. So what I'm saying, brother, your dad was the one that encouraged me, and he he gave gave me my license. He said, man, I got to give you your license. Don't you worry about no seminar school. You preach the word of God and let God's anointing touch you. Your dad encouraged me. I preach your dad's funeral. So I know what kind of man you are. I I know that we all come short. But that don't let that don't let the devil condemn you and could try to make you like you ain't nothing, man. And God's outside, like I said, I'm gonna shut my mouth. But I'm gonna continue to pray for you. I'm gonna back you up all the way. Amen. If you need I mean if you need anything really, you know, to help you out in the scriptures or anything, I'm there for you. Because I got very few preacher friends in my ministry, and you're one of the best friends. Young man, ready to serve the Lord, ready to forsake the world and preach the God. Because I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say that. I can't, I, I'm, I'm getting hyped. Because let me say, there's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. And I'm not going to be blamed for letting people go to hell but not teach, preaching the true word of God. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna compromise with you. I'm not gonna jive you. I'm not gonna shuck and job. I'm gonna preach the word because when I stand before the judgment seat of Christ, I want him to say, Well done, and he's gonna say well done for you. Because you gonna you gonna you're gonna come back quicker than you think you are. So I wanna tell you this. <laughs> love your brother, love you, love your family, love, you love your wife, love all all those your enemies. I love your enemies and let them know. You ain't playing. You're not playing with God. And I'm not playing with God. God bless you. God okay. say smile upon you. And I hope to see you soon. I hope to talk to you soon. And you go ahead and do it in the name of Jesus. And I guarantee you, you'll be all right. Thank you, um, Elder. I appreciate you. Love Sorry you, I got you on there late. Love you, too. Love you, too. But we didn't see you. You got these two numbers now, two phones. We didn't. I got right. you, though. Appreciate you. Okay. For everyone that's listening right. in. Okay. Uh, thank right. you. That was uh, Elder Bazaar and Pastor Rob that were speaking tonight to my two uh, sponsors, major sponsors that's on the line, Terry and Bruce. Thank you guys for being there. Baby boy, um, you know, hopefully you got something out of this, too. You know, we're going to man up and man up and uh, do what men do, godly men do. And that's All right. Our sins and, our, and whatever we fall, we gonna get back up. And, and, get and there's nothing up. wrong with taking an eight count. There's nothing wrong with an eight mm-hmm. count. So with that right. being said, uh, again, I thank everybody. Pastor Rob out of Kentucky, 
lives in Kentucky, mm-hmm. pastors out of Amen. Cincinnati. Amen. Down in Kentucky. Oh. All right. So, uh, and, All right. And, and, and uh, your words on last night, bro, was right on time. I really do appreciate you. And, and I really right, do. Bro. And Elder Bazaar, you know, I ain't got nothing but love for you. And again, for, for, for my <laughs> I ain't got nothing but love for you too, brother. All right. Um, that, that's supporting me. Um, I know my bishop was on tonight. I know Minister Tobert. I see that he's on tonight. And um, their support Y'all support is going to, you know, get me through. And amongst other friends and, and, and things like that and deacons and stuff like that, I'm, I'm, I'm good. With that being said, that's why you won't hear from hey, me. Derek. And, uh, yes. Uh, can I just add something to Elder Bazaar? Because he, he hit on something that I didn't think of. And I thought it yeah, was very ahead. powerful. Number one, God called you. And I, and I love that he said that. Um, he calls people, and not everybody responds. But you've been called, and you answered. And I just want you to be reassured, and I just want to encourage you that when he called you with his infinite wisdom, Alpha, Omega, beginning and end, he knew this moment would come. But he called you anyway, and he blessed you, and he gave you the Holy Spirit, and you functioned in the Holy Spirit. And he knew that this is, this is nothing catching God by surprise. He still honored your ministry. He still wow. called you, and he's still standing by your side knowing this moment was coming, and he's never going to leave you, and he's never going to forsake you. So I'm with, with, with uh, Elder Bazaar. I, I think there's nothing wrong with an, elder, uh, an eight count, but I do agree. You've got to come back. I'll be back. I'll be back. I will be back. And, again, thank you, Rob. I appreciate you. You're a very powerful, awesome man. And um, I'm going to get you guys back again to preach because I think y'all don't, y'all, y'all don't get enough notoriety and and I just think you guys need to spread this word. And I'm just blessed to have y'all in my life. And um, I you. thank you. I thank you because, you know, when you get in trouble, you got to be able to have real brothers to, to call and to support you when you're down. So, again, I thank you. And, and just keep me in prayer. Keep my family in prayer. And um, with that being said, i got to get everybody out of here. Um, so thank you again for listening. And again, just hold me and my my family up in your prayers. With that being said, we are out. Love you, brother. Love you, too.